Hello, Burlington, and welcome to Net Zero Energy. I'm Jennifer Green, Director of Sustainability for the City of Burlington, where our goal is to reduce and eventually eliminate fossil fuel usage, all while sourcing our entire energy supply from renewables. Today, we're talking with A.J. Rossman. A.J. is a commercial property owner whose building in the Old North End is in the process of transitioning away from fossil fuels, not only in the built environment, but in the way that his staff colleagues, and tenants commute back and forth to work. So AJ, it's great to have you on the program. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me here. It's great. So before we kicked it off, we talked about how our Net Zero Energy podcast has talked to residential property owners, essentially people who have transitioned their homes to Net Zero Energy, cut the pipe from fossil fuel, or at least have started moving in that direction. We haven't had the chance to talk to a commercial property owner, so it's especially exciting to have you here because we know commercial properties offer their own challenges and opportunities in transitioning away from fossil fuels. Can, can you tell us a little bit about first sort of your building and the history of, of you and your building? Sure. Yeah, no, it's uh, twelve twenty two North and the old North End has been around since 1980. Uh, it was built by Moose Creek Restoration as a beautiful passive solar uh, architecture demonstration. And it worked really well until the next owners came in and changed up how the building was used. So for over a decade, it was unused because there was so much so much solar energy in the, uh, collected on the second floor that it you know, was over 100 degrees every summer upstairs. So uh, thanks to a friend who was able to... Um, uh, owner finance it. I was able to get into the building, uh, build uh, Draker Labs out of that space, and uh, for you know the last you know seventeen years have been you know just in various stages of you know one tenant, uh, ten tenants, co working. So we've had a lot of uh, you know changes in the building, uh, which has been you know kind of challenging, but also an opportunity to figure out how the building works. Right now, um, 1222 North has nine offices on the first floor and a co-working space. Um, there's a second floor that has a solar lab and Laboratory B up there. So we have a, a real diverse mix of folks in and out of the Old North End who, who rent space from us. So tell us what you did when you realized that you were buying a building with a second floor that reached 100 degrees. What was your first step, at least in terms of figuring out the heating challenge? Yeah, our first step was to uh, close off the part of the second floor and make it a solar furnace. So we did everything from uh, kiln-drying wood up there to just not using it. Um, that allowed us, however, to use most of the second floor. Uh, we put in a heat pump to help, uh, you know, to help us with there, uh, with, you know, with the the heat gain there. And it's, you know, been an experiment that we would love to continue to, uh, you know, to, to look at. What, so what, what else do you have in mind? What else is part of your trajectory? Well, you know, we're looking at a geothermal system now. You know, we've, we've added heat pumps to an existing fossil fuel system. So we're transitioning. However, we're looking for more of a holistic approach because we do have so much solar gain in the building. Uh, we're evaluating some phase change materials because I think that can be a great way to store heat. Uh, and especially now as we're, you know, getting into winter, the more heat we can store, the better, right? So that's, um, 
you know, why I get rid of it in the fall and then, you know, just not be able to use it in the winter. So for folks that don't know, can you tell us what phase change materials means or what would that do for your building? It's a way to store energy. Um, you know, traditionally, we've stored it in batteries electrically, or we stored it in water and other materials uh, for heat. Uh, phase change materials allows us to do the same thing, however, with a lot less space. What else do you have on the docket? Well, you know, transportation has been a huge uh, focus of ours. You know, I mean, we don't want to just look at the building net zero from the perspective of just our heating and cooling. We want to look at it as, you know, people use the building. Like, how can they be net zero to use the building? You know, we've started by adding car chargers. Uh, you know, one of the technologies that we found out through the Delta Climb Vermont uh, accelerator was EV Match, where it allows us to actually uh, have a public space for charging in a small parking lot and manage it. Because if we didn't have that technology, there'd be no way for us to properly manage that. Uh, we are fortunate to be on the bus route, so we promote the bus route. We're happy to see an electric bus route, uh, and also promoting bike shares and other things through the website so that anybody who either, you know, rents in the space or co-works in the space can find alternative ways to get there without having to just drive their car in. Well, that's really exciting because we do know that if we're going to get to net zero in Burlington, it's going to be more than the physical envi environment. It's going to be transportation as well. And the fact that you're thinking holistically about your space, including how people get back and forth to work, is, is really inspiring. So thanks for that. You know, uh, other things that we've done is we've had a PV array in place since 2005, which has been interesting, a 4.2 kilowatt array. Uh, we're adding a couple more arrays. Uh, we're now going through and figuring out what we can and can't do with some of the new fire codes, but it's going to be exciting to potentially bring the first floor uh, being net zero as compared to only the second floor. You know, can I take a step back? You did talk about geothermal and exploring geothermal. For folks that don't know what geothermal is, can you tell us? Sure. It's uh, another, it's using the ground as a heat dump and a heat source. And you leverage the same technology in the air source heat pumps that most people see, but using it with water. So, of course, geothermal requires building or digging wells. Have you already tested or are you, where are you in that process? Yes, we are fortunate to be in the old north end where we have sand. And uh, unfortunately, we found out what the first 10 feet of sand looks like when we had to dig it up for our sewer pipe, but we do know that. And it's, it's nice. We're 60 foot above Lake Champlain, so we'll have saturated sand, which is a, a great medium for geothermal. Are you committed to it or you're... Oh, we're very... Well, we're committed to it. Uh -huh. um, it's like most things, financing, right? Yeah. It just takes a large upfront capital expense. And being in the north, old North End, trying to keep our rents affordable, you know, there's, you know, it's, there's only so much that we can do. Uh, we are now talking with Vita uh, about financing. Mm -hmm. Vita is the Vermont Economic Development Agency and that they have some very attractive capital uh, for energy projects. And then you have your own business there as well. Can you tell us about that? Sure. You know, I, um, I'm with the group, the IoT Conduit. We have a solar lab. Uh, it ha it's a bunch of small um, 
professional partners who have uh, subject matter expertise in a lot of different fields. And the building has been used for the last 15 years to grow different products, to test different products. Right now we have over 50 different internet connected technologies that we've installed over the last 10 years to figure out which add value, which don't, which last, which don't, which people care about, which ones people don't. Um, so that's been, you know, that's been fun uh, and has really been kind of a, a draw for a lot of different technology companies that have been in the building uh, that can actually start using the data and have data sets to work with to prove out their technologies. Yeah, really cool. And all happening in our own old North End in your building. While you've got all that activity happening inside, you are working on transitioning your building away from fossil fuels while simultaneously helping to encourage your tenants and and your co-owners to think about how they get back and forth to work without using internal combustion engine vehicles. So a lot going on and really appreciate that summary. I know people see the building and they may stop to look at it and not really be completely clear on all the activity that's not only happening inside, but what's going on in your brain in terms of how you're planning for the future around making that building a model. Uh, we do have a website, uh, 12-22north.com. You know, it has uh, our plans to get to net zero on it and a lot of information that we found very helpful for working with vendors and other technology folks. So anybody who's got a great new technology that could have impact, please let us know. Yeah, thanks, AJ. Thank you so much for being here and, and sharing your, your wealth of information. Thank you. This yeah. has been great. Thank you again for listening to Net Zero Energy. If you have any questions about this podcast or what BED offers regarding incentives, rebates, or technological support, look for us at burlingtonelectric.com or call us at 802-865-7300. You can also follow us on Facebook. We're always here to help and look forward to engaging with you on our mutual path to net zero energy. Mm -hmm.